today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I want to talk about the real estate market because we've had some concerns and some stories over the last couple of days about the market itself and uh, some of the, the practices that are being used uh, by some agents. And uh, there have been some concerns, and the, the loudest voice is actually coming from the, the industry themselves. The Ontario Real Estate Association is saying that the Ontario government should actually ban what they call bully offers that give some buyers, some home buyers, an unfair advantage. Uh, what are they? Uh, what kind of an impact are they having? Well, let's uh, bring Karen Cox into the uh, discussion. Karen, of course, is the president of the Ontario Real Estate Association and uh, joining us here on the Bill Kelly Show on CHML. Good morning, Karen. How are you today? Good morning, Bill. Good to have you with us here. Uh, everybody wants to talk about real estate, but it's it's front of mind for so many of us right now. The the market itself, the the industry has had its ups and downs. Maybe because you you've asked about some other stuff from the government. I want to get into education uh, and training programs for uh, for people that are getting into the real estate field, or maybe you're already there. We'll do that in a couple of minutes. But let's talk about this this other element, this bully offer. What's this all about? Okay, so that's one of our recommendations from Maria to stop bully offers, and that's to create a fairness in the home buying process. And a bully offer is when an offer is submitted before the advertised offer date. So if a home listing has an offer date, that is the date we are saying should be honored and when all offers should be considered. By not allowing bully offers or preemptive offers, they're sometimes called, it would increase the fairness in the home buying process. And this is just one of 28 recommendations that we have outlined in our vision for a more modern REBA, which is the Real Estate and Business Brokers Act. By modernizing these rules, it will make sure that the real estate agent at your side has the highest professional standards during the biggest and most financial transaction of your life. So if uh, April 30th, let's say, is, is the deadline for offers, that's, that's the prescribed deadline, uh, I, if I wanted to present a bully offer, I'd jump in on the 25th, for instance, and say, no, wait, here's, here's my offer here. Okay, and that's up to the seller if they want to deal with your bully offer or honor the... Um, the offer date that they have. But, so but that's up to the seller. But that gives me an unfair advantage because if the seller comes back to me and says, no, you know what, that offer's too low, I got a chance at a second shot at it, and everybody else that's bidding doesn't. And that's what we're talking about. That's why we're saying that all buyers should get a fair shot to make an offer, and the seller has a chance to consider all offers without being pressured. So this is, is this legal now? It may not be ethical, but is it, this is going on now. Is it, is it rampant? I don't know if it's rampant. I, I come from the Great Bruce area, but it is out there. And that's why we're saying we need to modernize our rules, because we'll make sure that all real estate agents at your side have the highest professional standards during the biggest transaction of your life. And everybody is, in the way that you're going to ask the government to look into this right now, everybody would be on a level playing field. There would be nobody with that unfair advantage. That's correct, yes. We're asking to ban bully offers. Okay, and uh, let's let's back up just a little bit further now. Uh, the government has already announced that they're doing a review of the Act. Is that, is that what started this whole discussion? Well, originally we asked to have the Act, so we were proactive. We wanted to have REBA review, so it would be updated to the way we do real estate today. Because the Act was first out in 2002, and that was when, as a realtor myself, I used a fax machine. There was no electronic signatures when it came. So we need to update it for the way real estate's done today. Yeah, it's a much different world, isn't it? It sure is. 
So many things have gone on. Uh, the, the industry itself and the market has ebbed and flowed. Uh, and we remember the crazy dime, times from not too many years ago, only about three, four years ago, I guess, uh, when there were multiple offers on homes and there were bidding processes. Uh, and, and I guess that would obviously precipitate something like the bully offer because that, everybody was trying to get that, that, that little bit of an advantage, weren't they? Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a more competitive market than back in 2002. So the market has changed since then also. So the way realtors are doing business, we need to deal with that and make it a fair in the you know a fairness in the home buying process for both the buyers and the sellers is it the agents themselves or was it people within the association Karen that were saying wait a second we got to do something about this because uh, I'm you know I'm sure that they're concerned about this but they're also concerned about the, the welfare of the, of the people that are selling the house or the ones that are attempting to buy one so you're asking me is it the realtors who are pushing for this or is it buyers and sellers yeah Okay, I think it's probably on all fronts. So has the government promised or committed to doing anything about this? Well, they're reviewing. Right now, uh, the government has done a consultation, and we have put forth our 28 recommendations for modernizing the real estate rules. What other things Hopefully. What other things are you oh, talking sorry. about besides this one? What are, the, what are some of the other concerns that you'd like to see the government at least address and, 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 and review and, and perhaps modify? Okay. Um, you guys probably have our seven top things we're looking at in the REBA reforms, but the ones, I guess I'll tell you my top three. Sure. Okay. Um, okay. So I would, we would like to see an option for a more transparent offer process. So there would be consumer choice. That would be if all buyers and sellers agree and consent to it, then in a multiple offer process, then you could have a more transparent offer process. So it's consumer's choice there, if everybody agrees. Mm-hmm. The other one, another one would be more demanding education. So the education program would require more in-class training, and that would result in us having, you know, higher training for our real estate agents and higher professionalism and also looking at specialization in real estate so that you could have specialized training and more education in areas like condominiums or agricultural or recreation or waterfront. And the last one of my top three would be tougher enforcement. So our industry regulator, RICO, the Real Estate Council of Ontario, should have the authority to proactively investigate the worst offenders. I know we only have a few of them, but let's kick them out of this profession. I've, I've had They're discussions. The yeah, I've had discussions with Tim Hudak about that in the past, and 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 Tim reiterated exactly what you've said. You know, there's only one or two bad apples, but uh, they give everybody a bad name when when there's some unethical practices that go on. So you you want to self police, and you want to have the authority to say, look, enough of this stuff. Yeah, if if you have broken the rules, and you are a worst offender, and you've done something egregious, then Kick, us, kick them out of the profession. Let me talk to you about the specialization. I'm intrigued by that because, as you said, uh, you know, the market has changed. The business has changed so much over the last number of years, especially. And, and, and I guess from region to region, I guess there's a difference, too, isn't there, Karen? I mean, and, and uh, for instance, in the GTA, obviously, the, the condo market is hot. It's starting, I guess it's pretty hot in Hamilton these days, too. But perhaps maybe in Grey Bruce, maybe not so much. Maybe it's more residential and rural and things of this nature. Do, do agents try to specialize right now, or does everyone just try to be a jack or jill of all trades? Well, when you go through licensing now, you either go through residential or commercial. Okay. So we're asking to have additional training, more education, so that we can specialize, so that we can bring you know a better professional standard and better protect the home buyers and sellers. 
So that would entail more classroom time, or I, I, would it take longer then to get a real estate license then? I think it would be additional um, accreditation after you got your license so that you would specialize and you would have a special, you know, designation saying that you are, you know, you have taken this extra courses in condominiums so that you understand the condominium laws and those sort of things so that you can better protect buyers and sellers if they're dealing with a condo purchase. That's got to be difficult to, to try to actually pick a specialty, though, because, I mean, there's some markets right now that are so change-worthy, I mean, evolving. I mean, you, you talk about some of the areas up around where you are. Uh, you know, 15, 20 years ago, they, you probably didn't talk a whole lot about condominium developments, but if you start looking at where they're popping up in, in places, even in, in some of the northern areas like Collingwood and other places like this, uh, all of a sudden you, you, you've got to have that expertise there, too. Right. So this would give the realtor more education more information and they would be better trained to deal with the largest financial purchase of a buyer or seller. So how is the market changing right now, Karen? And how are the agents and and the people in the industry changing to accommodate this? I mean, we talked about that crazy time when when everything was just going nuts uh, a few years ago and there were multiple offers. There were, you know, sealed bids that were going in on properties. The prices were just off the map. That's cooled off considerably. Where do you see it going now, and how how does how does the industry, how do the agents and the people within the associations, uh, working towards that with what's happening with the changing market? Well, I don't know where the market's going. Um, I mean, first of all, know where the market's going to go in the future. Right now, you know, we're working to at least create recommendations to modernize our real estate rules and ensure the realtor at your side during probably one of the largest in financial transaction of your life has the highest professional standards and training. So we want to strengthen consumer confidence and raise our professional standards. The concern, I think I remember the commercials of the TV ad that uh, the Chair Association did a couple of years ago, you know, about somebody who buys a property and says, oh, I know I didn't use an agent. And there's some, you know, terrible thing that's going on with the property or the neighbors or something like that. Uh, walk us through why it's so important to deal with an agent when you're purchasing a, a property, uh, whether it's commercial or industrial, in a situ- or especially in residential. Well, I think when you use a realtor, You've got someone who has been trained, who has education. They're working in your best interest. And this is your largest financial probably purchase you're ever going to do an investment in your life. So you would want to have the highest professional trained person at your side walking you through that. But obviously there's some people that say, well, look, I can save a few bucks if I don't use the agent. But uh, there are some pitfalls that if you want to go down that road. It's not necessarily guaranteed there are going to be problems. But I, I guess that what you're saying here is that if you're dealing with an agent, uh, you've got somebody who's trained in handling those problems and, and making sure that those things are mitigated before they become huge problems. You've got it, Bill. Yeah, you want to have the consumer having, you know, consumer confidence and making that process as less stressful as possible because it is a huge financial purchase in your life. It's probably one of the largest financial transactions you're going to make. So you want to have the highest professional trained person at your side walking you through that. What's the relationship with government? Uh, Because there's been some concern, obviously, about how government is handling things like housing uh, shortages, uh, housing stock, things of this nature. And, and, and of course, that has an impact on prices. And, and that's a government policy, Karen. But at the end of the day, uh, you're the ones that have to deal with that because you're the ones that are going to have to talk to, to people that are potential buyers and talk about the fact that there may not be enough housing stock in any particular community, whatever the case might be. Uh, do you work with government on an ongoing basis to try to address those problems? 
Well, we have done submissions to the government on housing impacts, the lack of housing supply. In fact, we were one of the key advisors on the housing supply action plan mm-hmm. for the provincial government. So, And they've got some key steps that they're out rolling, trying to improve the housing supply in Ontario. Yeah, because, uh, and again, we, we talked about those crazy prices from a few years ago, and one of the key elements that the government didn't seem to want to admit, I mean, they talked about, uh, you know, putting a freeze on some people buying properties, et cetera, to try to cool the market off a little bit. Uh, and the solution we heard from your industry was, look, at, we need more houses. We need more stock. That's really what this comes down to. You know, if there aren't enough places out there for people to buy, then the price is going to go up. It's it's really a matter of, of, of supply and demand to a certain extent, isn't it? Yes, it is. Supply and demand. So the more supply you have, the more less competitive the market. What do you see happening then uh, in, in some of these other communities then, Karen? Is, is the supply going to be there? I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, there's a migration to some areas uh, right now. I mean, I, I mentioned to our listeners, uh, you know, when I go up to Collingwood and Blue Mountain there, it seems every time I go up there, there's another housing development going up. Uh, they're not building them unless people want them. So obviously there is a demand. Yep, no, and that's my area. So, yes, there is a lot of development happening in that area. There has been a lot of new build, and it's also attracting a lot of people to buy in that area. So, you're right, it's supply and demand. So, you feel as if you've got that relationship with the government right now, that you can sit down and talk with them about some of the concerns, and and they're listening. Now, you've asked them to review the law and and, and the the rules and regulations, I guess, that are in place for this right now. Uh, Obviously, you've been proactive about this, and I like that idea. Instead of simply saying, you know, this is not top-down government, this is you saying, we can make this industry better, and here are some recommendations. Uh, Are are you getting a a positive reception from the government with these, these recommendations and the ones that you've talked about this morning? Well, it just came out, as you know. We started out with our first submission. We did four white papers um, that we submitted to the government, and now the government has opened up the review of the Real Estate and Business Broker Act. They did a consultation, and then we've come back with 28 recommendations recommending modernizing the real estate rules. And so it was sort of our vision of a new modern REBA, updating it to the way we do real estate today. And if the government accepts our recommendations, it will modernize the legislation governing the real estate profession, it will raise our professional standards, and it will better protect Ontario home buyers and sellers in the largest financial transaction of their life. Did you get any idea, any time frame as to when they want to actually move forward on this? I think they're going through their consultation and, and, and you know, talking to all their stakeholders right now. Mm-hmm. And obviously you're one of them. Karen, thank you so much for the time today. Great talking with you. Okay. Well, thank you, Bill. Take care. It's a pleasure. Karen Cox, uh, of course, the president of the Ontario Real Estate Association. And and we've talked about this in the past. Uh, but, well, I've heard complaints from some of our listeners, of course, about unscrupulous agents. And uh, and, and we've also talked about the fact that uh, Tim Hudak, who, of course, uh, is associated with the, the home builders now, has uh, always maintained, as Karen just uh, did once more with us here today, that uh, self-policing is a big part of this. I mean, they know that, that one bad transaction looks bad on everybody in the industry, and they're not, I know they're working hard to, to try to eradicate that and to make sure that everybody understands the rules and modifies the rules so they can move forward uh, with the way that the market is going these days. It's tricky stuff, and, and you know, there's a lot of money involved in these t- sorts of transactions, obviously, and a lot of things that, uh, that people should be concerned about. And it's not just about mortgage rates or qualifying. Uh, it's it's about the work that needs to be done to make sure that the deal goes through and everybody's going to be happy, both the seller and the buyer. So good luck with that, and uh, we'll see when the government finally does come out 
uh, with their new policies and their recommendations. I'm sure we'll talk with these folks again about how they feel about it. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.